0: Welcome to Horsepower to Hyperloops, Kettering University's official podcast, where we serve up a smorgasbord of fascinating people, groundbreaking ideas, and noteworthy advancements in fields as diverse as mobility, healthcare, engineering, and technology.
1: Not only do I engage with the students, but I have a few folks that are on my staff that are also Kettering grads that are their mentors that are personally managing, you know, what rotations are they going to go on? How is it going to get them a best experience and making sure that they have the proper support? Hi, I'm Tim Troop Noonan,
0: and that was Brady Erickson, president and general manager of Morse Systems, a Borg Warner business. He's talking about the mentoring provided Kettering student recipients of the innovative new Borg Warner Scholars Program. Full scholarships for Kettering minority students who wish to co op with Borg Warner. Brady Erickson, thank you very much for joining us to talk about the Borg Warner uh, Scholars Program at Kettering. I appreciate your being here.
1: Great. Thank you very much. Really appreciate uh, your invitation.
0: This is a dynamic new scholarship program in a whole lot of ways. And that's what I want to talk about. Tell me a
1: little bit about the genesis of this gift. How did it begin? Great question. I think from our standpoint, we've been seeing a lot of problems in the marketplace around needing more engineers and needing more diversity in our workforce. And so we saw within Borg Warner my support of Kettering and their engineering and the dean of engineering was also seeing some of those same problems on how do we get more kids coming into the program and how do we get more diversity? We also saw problems around having relationships in high school uh, with kids, whether it's FIRST Robotics or other type programs and losing connection with them. And so I saw all these different pieces and problems and how do we try to fix the overall problem? And so what we did was try to break it down into a couple different areas and come up with a actually a, what turned out to be a relatively elegant and simple solution is trying to figure out how do we, From our initial contact with students in high school, how do we engage with them, keep them, give them a vision, and then keep them and move them into full-time employment? And so when we looked at Kettering, we looked at our needs, we benchmarked and saw some of the work that Rhonda Walker was doing with the mentoring of, of students in Detroit and just brought them all together. And with that, we said, wow, if we had a program along with Kettering as we're working with the kids in FIRST Robotics in high school, encourage them to come to Kettering, offer them jobs, give them a scholarship of some sort that allows them to pay for college and and exit without any debt, mentor them through the entire co-op process along with Kettering's mentorship at uh, at Kettering, and then having them ready to take on a job at our organization uh, upon graduation just seemed like the ultimate solution.
0: So- it seems like a solution to a need in industry, a solution to a need at Borg Warner, a solution to a need of students
1: all coming together. Is that right? Absolutely. And I think the, the other part of it and the reason why we did the endowment is this is not a short-term solution that's going to solve all the problems. This is going to take decades. And so we wanted to make sure that what we put in place was going to be around for a long time as we try to work through many years and many generations of students to really start moving the needle.
0: Well, elaborate on the endowment part of that. A lot of corporate gifts or, or private gifts, somebody writes a check. Thank you very much. There you go. Use it well. And they're gone. You're talking about an endowment as it pertains
1: to the Borg Warner Scholarship Program. Elaborate on what that means. There's two sides of it. One is we did not want to be writing a check and then people forgetting about it. We wanted to make sure that it was going to help fund the students' scholarships for years to come. And even when I'm gone or the next management team comes in, there's going to be a flow of funds for those students. The second thing, as far as the endowment was important to us, is that in order to get these scholarships, we're also going to offer these students jobs. And so we're also going to have a co-op opportunity for them as well. And so not only is it a scholarship, but it's also being engaged with our leadership team and providing them the experience necessary to be successful.
0: You know, that speaks to a a couple of things. One is from a student's perspective, a lot of things aren't what they seem in terms of answering all the needs. A student might have a scholarship but it may not cover everything. Their car breaks down and they can't get to work. They have childcare situations that's probably not as common in undergraduates, but they have other things that crop up that are financial. Your ongoing support through the term of the student being there addresses that. Am I not correct?
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things we like to also partner with Kettering. If you look at their success rate of mentoring of Black and Hispanic students their success rate is very very high as far as those students coming in and graduating even higher than their than the average student so they have a good mentoring program and and so we thought along with our side of it on the employer side with a mentoring program which is why I've had lunch with these students personally making sure there's any any issues they have our hr teams are reaching out to them are they having any challenges and any way we can help them to be successful and so we've put them in an avi- in an environment where They can talk to us about all their challenges and and we'll find ways to work with them to work through them.
0: That leads to the other point, and that's the mentoring. A lot of the co-op programs at Kettering and around the country, the best of them are a tight mentoring situation. The ones that don't work as well, they have a job, but they may not have the mentoring. Talk to me a little bit. Obviously, you get involved at the very beginning of the students or prior to the students' involvement at Kettering. You're very involved. How does that translate into a robust mentoring
1: situation? Well, I think, as, as you mentioned, I think we're, as as we grow this program, our engagement with students in high school, whether it's FIRST Robotics or, or any other type of, of area, we're going to start that relationship there and then encourage them to come to Kettering and, and apply for the Scholars type program. So that's kind of part of it. I think the good thing with Borg Warner is there's a lot of ex-kettering or kettering grads within Borg Warner. And we have a lot of co-ops and it had a long-standing relation with Kettering. And we're just adding to it with this scholars type program. Not only do I engage with the students, but I have a few folks that are on my staff that are also kettering grads that are their mentors that are personally managing, you know, what rotations are they going to go on, how is it going to get them a the best experience and making sure that they have the proper support. And we have two of our students right now, you know, both Jaden and Christian, they're in Ithaca, New York for their co-op experience. And so we've set them up in, you know, in an apartment, you know, we have people looking out for them and they're working in our advanced R&D and our operations facility in Ithaca, New York, as kind of one example. They'll be moving on presumably in other things if as needed. Absolutely. I mean, their first, their first rotation last, last summer was here at, in our technical headquarters here in Auburn Hills. Now, we want them in our Ithaca, New York facility to learn another aspect. And so we're going to put them through a, a nice rotational program to give them a broad amount of experience across a large portion of our company.
0: So, what was their first contact with Borg Warner and when did that occur?
1: It actually occurred not quite a year ago. We got the scholars program going kind of late in the typical co op or hiring mm-hmm. process. And so we were just starting to interview students, I think in the February, March, April timeframe and got the message out. Got some good responses and went through an interview process of a number of different students and then offered these four students co-ops and scholarships. So you have four there now? Correct. Two on A section and two in B section.
0: And for those who are not Kettering listeners... A section is at Kettering while B section is working, and then it flips back the other way around. So you can be in one section or the other, and you'll be alternating working as that goes along. Now, were they in contact with you, and will future students be in contact with you before or after they apply to
1: Kettering? The hope is that we're going to start engaging students a lot sooner. So we've actually done another endowment and add to the scholars program. So we're gonna try to add another two to four students here in the spring. And so that interview process has already been ongoing. And so hopefully we've gotten more of the message out that the students are what's available. And also to the rest of our Borg Warner employees that are working with high school students, getting the message out to them that this is available. If they see a good quality high school student, encourage them to apply and know that we don't wanna lose touch with them.
0: So you're involved with students in a variety of areas prior to college, and before this, you maybe didn't maintain touch with them through college, and now you can't.
1: Correct. And that's where I think when we looked at one of the problems from Board Warner's perspective, we, do, we have a, a group of efforts going on with high schools to help areas of robotics and underprivileged students, and we engage with them, and then they go off to college and we lose contact with them. And then we may get them back for a co-op for one semester and we engage with them and then we lose contact with them. And so we're engaging with them a lot of times along the way, but we have a lot of losses. You know, we lose them. And we saw bringing that together and having a, a comprehensive solution engages them in high school, gives them a we can provide them with a vision and a roadmap on how we can work with them in high school and bring them all the way. To a full time position, making very good money within Borg Warner to really change their overall circumstance.
0: That's terrific. Now, let me look at the educate me a little bit on the, the larger side of things. It's my understanding that I think we talked about this briefly that there are even some studies out there that show that a more diverse corporation is, in fact, more productive, more profitable corporation.
1: Is that correct? Absolutely. I mean, if you don't want everyone with the same background, the same education from the same school, because they're all going to think very similar. And just from my own experience, having lived around the world, I think it was very educational for me. And you've got a lot of different insights. You think about things differently. You can bring a lot more ideas into it to find the optimal solution. And so we as Board One, have been working on that for a while from diversity, from gender diversity to ethnicity diversity, because we think that brings additional value to our discussions and coming up with solutions. And in many ways, it just, you know, having a diverse population is also the right or diverse employee base. is just the right thing to do as well. Tell me a
0: little bit about the one-on-one mentoring that they're going through at and you've already alluded to this, but take me uh, one level deeper. I'm a Borg-Warner scholar. I come there. I'm assigned a particular mentor. I have other people I work with. How does, how does that work from the student's perspective?
1: Yeah, I mean, we have uh, Chris Kostansky, who's a Kettering alum as well. He's the one who's kind of managing their overall rotations and is kind of the senior leader watching their day-to-day in, in rotations. Once they are getting assigned into a role, They'll get a their personal mentor. So we had one mentor in in Auburn Hills that took care of them and was their, was their boss and mentor for that rotation. They'll have another one in Ithaca, New York. So they'll have a different mentor. So they have their short-term mentor that's going to make sure they're being developed and trained for that rotation, and they have their kind of higher-level mentor, which is Chris Kostansky, that kind of makes sure that HR and th- their rotations are all set up and and they're being handled throughout the process and don't get lost or kind of overwhelmed in the process.
0: And some of your team, I've also met with them, had lunch with them and, and provided yeah. a point of contact, right?
1: Yeah. Chris is on my team and I've had, you know, lunch with them at least, uh, you know, a few times. I'll see them in the lunchroom. I'll sit down and have a chat with them, make sure to see how they're doing. And so they're giving us feedback on, gee, I'd like to get a rotation over here. And we're listening to them and we're going to arrange for, you know, where their interests are. What, what's amazing about these kids is of of the four students, I mean, they're all different backgrounds and different majors. You know, one's in computer science, one's computer engineering, one's mechanical engineering, and one's electrical engineering. And so it's a great diversity of their backgrounds and interests as well. And we're going to tailor their rotations also based on where their interest level is.
0: We're talking with Brady Erickson, President and General Manager of Morse Systems at Borg Warner about the Borg Warner Scholars Program, which is a very innovative program, not just endowing uh, scholarships for uh, minorities, but also in its structure, which we're going to get into now. Brady, you were, in fact, a Kettering alum and had a very dynamic, as I understand it, entrepreneurial mentor-rich co-op while you were there. Am I correct on that?
1: Absolutely. I mean, Ford Motor Company was my sponsor. It started a little bit kind of shaky. (laughs) And <laughs> the fact that uh, they put me in advanced powertrain for that first semester and I didn't know what an engine was. And their first assignment was, hey, we've got this technical report from Mazda on this Miller cycle. They didn't take valve closing concept, figure it out and give us a report at the end of the semester. <laughs> and it was half in English and half in Japanese and, and you had to kind of make it up. And so uh, luckily I had a, you know, a good colleague that was rebuilding his Mustang engine at the time for drag racing. And I said, hey, I've got two hands. Oh, rebuild the whole engine. Just tell me how this whole thing works and what's going on. And so I was lucky to have a a good sponsor and and a support network there and and was talking about PV diagrams and the benefits of supercharging and late intake valve closing on performance and emissions by the end of that semester. And so it was just an incredible experience. The first rotation, towards the end of that rotation, I asked them, you know, where's my next rotation going to be? And they were a little bit surprised. So they weren't quite ready for the five-year type program. And luckily, Ford has a great Ford College graduate program. And so they have a two-year rotational program that they put all of their new college graduates that they just hire through. And they put our team of Kettering students through the same program. So we were actually doing the same rotations as college graduates were doing, which really, really opened the doors for us and opened our eyes quite a bit.
0: Sounds like it also taught you that invaluable skill that we all have to learn, which is figure it out if you don't know and just hang in
1: there until you get it. Absolutely. And that's what I tell people just about engineering in general. We solve problems. It's just, you have to solve a problem, break it down, come up with options, You know, pick the best option and just work your way through it. And you'll fail. You'll make mistakes along the way, learn from those mistakes and try again. And so, yeah, I mean, learned a tremendous amount, the freedom that you're given. Don't just sit around waiting for people to give you something to do. Go ask for things to do. Go try to find out what's not getting done and offer up, you know, your services saying, hey, I know you're busy, but maybe I can finish some projects for you that you're not going to be able to get to. And if I don't finish them, you know, if I don't do them well, that's okay, because you were not going to do them anyway, you know? So it's just telling and coaching folks to take that initiative during your co-op is probably the most important thing. And if they don't tell you no, keep going, <laughs> you know, type of thing. And so in my co-op, Ford was great. in the fact that from that same rotation, they, you know, I saw a need where they were trying to get some supercharger testing done and it just really wasn't a high priority. They couldn't get it done internally. And I went and talked to the Dean of Engineering at Kettering saying, Hey, can I use the labs? And I, I've got Ford to pay some money to pay for some of the labs. And Ended up getting a you know a contract from Ford Motor Company to Kettering to do supercharger testing while I was up at school. And so it it just worked out really well for all parties.
0: And you end up, you know, with a lot of experience by the time you're done if something like that, two and a half years of
1: work experience. Absolutely. I think that's the, the great benefit of kettering is that you're constantly linking together your work and your education. And so when I started learning about PV diagrams and thermodynamics of the engine. When I went back to school, I said, hey, that heat transfer class is really important. I could really use some of those concepts when I'm going back to work and vice versa.
0: Without that hands-on experience, you might not have made the connection as to why that's so important.
1: Absolutely. And again, it's always challenging. You hate to learn something and then not use it and not see its importance for a few more years, and then you forget about it. It's not front of mind. And and that was a big benefit for me as well.
0: Well. One of the things that's exciting about this Warner scholars program is the investment in minorities getting into STEM and engineering and all that so that they are uh, creating more opportunities. Or there are more opportunities created for them to get into the corporate world and move forward. At the same time, from Kettering's side, There's another innovative element to this. And I think a lot of people know that GM divested itself of General Motors Institute. And to some, they had to then restructure and find hundreds of more sponsorship companies to replace General Motors. Everybody previously had a relationship and a job with General Motors, or almost everybody. And what that had been was an apprenticeship model of higher education because people would get accepted at the plant first in their hometown, perhaps, and then at the same time or shortly thereafter, get accepted at Kettering. And the plant and the plant manager, whoever their mentor was, was as invested in their education as, as were the people on campus, and they would communicate. And it was really the first time that anybody had taken the apprenticeship model and had merged it with the higher ed model. And what happened after the divestiture, they, they got places for kids to work. But sometimes it was just the money, but it wasn't quite the full investment on the mentoring and the sort of dual involvement. And in this structure, it seems to me that Borg Warner and Kettering have really, invented a way to put the rocket fuel in the Kettering model by not only the endowment, but by the really strong involvement from the outset of the company with the school together. As a former co-op student and now as sort of the mastermind, if that's the right word, behind this program, Can you elaborate on that at all? Do you see that as transformative? Because it can scale beyond diversity, it can scale to students of any type and really revitalize this whole model. Am I correct on that from your standpoint?
1: Absolutely. I think Dr. McMahon is correct. And when I went to GMI at the time, you know, part of the requirement was not only do you get accepted academically, but you had to have that sponsor. Before to get in. And I know it's kind of laxed a little bit. Well, well, you can start for a few years and there wasn't that direct connection. And so I think having that direct connection very early is very important. I think you get much more out of the experience and, and the education by having that sponsor on board very early and committed throughout the entire five years. I think the other side of it, as far as getting it early, I think we're going to, we're partnering also with Kettering at the high school level. And so that's where you say we want to have that relationship even in high school before they even come for their first, you know, co-op sponsorship or uh, go to school. We want to already have that relationship. And so I agree with you. I think that's where we see the big change of of trying to partner with the university at the high school level, building the relationship and encouraging them to come to Kettering and co-oping at Board Warner.
0: In doing all that, it seems to me that you've sort of found the secret sauce, if it were, of this whole sort of apprenticeship, higher ed, corporate
1: partnership model. Well, I guess it's, we'll see. It's still very early. I think we've got, you know, four great students so far. As I said earlier, a lot of these problems, and and I think what people are trying to change or get back to with Kettering. These are long-term problems. They're not going to get fixed by this one endowment or one initiative. You know, we're going to be measuring our success, you know, a decade from now, not next year or in six months. And so our goal is to make sure that we start driving significant, you know, changes to the number of students coming into Kettering, the relationship that we have with them at the company level, and trying to ensure we have a, a diverse population, you know, graduating from schools. And I know that was. You know, one of the big problems that we had or my hiring managers had, is says, hey, we want to hire diverse students, but we just don't get them. You know, there's too few of them out there, you know, and that's why we were not diverse in our hiring pool. It's like, well, we've got to go to the source. The source is we first, we got to get more kids going into engineering and having them diverse. And then if if they are going into engineering, how do we keep them in engineering? Because it's a high fallout rate for engineering students. So how do we keep them in there? And that's where we also saw Kettering and the partnership with Kettering as a way to Reduce our losses through that process.
0: Well, Brady, I thank you for your, and by your, I mean you and Borg Warner for your initiative, your innovation, your dedication to Kettering and to these students. And I, I think it's just a terrific program. And I think it's going to be transformative for the whole co op model. Is there anything else we should know that we haven't discussed?
1: I think you hit a lot of the key points. I think there's also a lot of other great companies that are stepping up as well and joining this program and putting in endowments and, and supporting it. And so hopefully this was an initial seed and and looking forward to other companies joining this type of program so we can really make a difference.
0: All right. Well, Brady Erickson, thank you very, very much for your time for Borg Warner's investment in the Borg Warner Scholarship Program at Kettering and we'll be watching. We'll look forward to see how it's uh, going from here.
1: Great. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Join us again to hear Kettering University's podcast, Horsepower to Hyperloops, available from wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for listening.